Monday. 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 Moon's day. Moon and Virgo. Moon and Virgo. <laughs> Wayne and Moon. <laughs> Sun and Libra. <laughs> <laughs> Harmony. Trinity Infinity coming at you. It's a come up. Monday We're back morning. Monday. This is a, the creepiest month, right? <laughs> People love it. I think it's well, it makes sense though because stuff's dying, like the trees, the leaves. Mm. There's like death, decay, right? It all just like lines up that it's Halloween coming up, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, wait, what what day is Halloween? The thirty first. I think it's a Sunday. Sunday the thirty first. Yeah. We're at the beginning of the month now. We're all everything. This whole month's leading up to Halloween. Yeah, we didn't have Halloween growing up in London, it, and I was over there sort of while it came, like while the American culture of Halloween came to England. Wait, is that an American thing? It's American. What? Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised it took that long, because I feel like at least... Such a good cash grab. Yeah, yeah we, were, we, we were like the only people on our block a lot of times that my mom would like put out uh, designs and stuff, you know, like we'd have a little spooky ghost things or skeletons and... Um, yeah, she'd really get off on being the only one, but literally as I grew up, it was like more and more houses on whatever street we were in would have stuff, and you'd see in the party stores, like more and more people would, and now it's, com- yeah, it's completely Americanized over there, but I was there for when Costco came, and that was like a huge thing, I remember growing <laughs> up in London, because, you know, uh, the European Union has all these stricter rules about the chemicals that can mm. go in your food, and so things like Costco that were selling like Pop-Tarts and Mountain Dew weren't allowed to exist in the United Kingdom, you know. Damn. And I was there for when that ban got dropped, and uh, Costco came over, and then you could buy Pop-Tarts. And oh, thank God. All it the was, poison. It was, it was, yeah, it was interesting, because I, <laughs> I went to this all-girls, very posh, private British school growing up, like, you know, where you had to curtsy for your headmaster and stuff, and then I went to this um, international school where I met much more people that were American and for just from different areas in the world, um, and that's when I really felt like it all started to come together in this, uh, mm. yeah, Americanized way. Oh, man. Yeah, the whole world's been fucking kind of Americanized. It's it's kind of a bummer. Corporatized. Corporatized, really, more than American, more more than Americanized. Yeah. Well, this is a nice way to ease into the week. On. Yeah, we're easing into the month too. Yeah. Which is which is nice, and uh, it's fall. I don't know if everyone feels that, but we certainly feel it here. Mare's wearing the thickest pants that you could possibly have. <laughs> I'm like, I was thinking we were going to be hiding those pants in the closet till December or January. I'm wearing fur-lined leggings. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> it's free. Yeah. I went to bed with less uh, wet hair last night, which is very regrettable in this household. It's oh. probably the most dissonant part of our relationship. Temperature. Yeah, at night. I think we're starting to meet up though somewhere. Yeah, I don't. I since I've met you, I don't think we've needed it as cold, and I don't think you've needed it as hot. Yeah, so yeah, it works out. 
just throw like millions of blankets on you mm-hmm. and robes and hats and all the things. Yeah. That's what we got to do this week. We got to just like take care of ourselves as we transition, bundle up, take, uh, especially with, you know, moon being in Virgo, we're still like very concerned with like our inputs and our health and uh, maintaining order and structure this week, you know, uh, being very like mindful. Like this is a time of the harvest and a time of, uh, you know, eating all the good, starting to eat the cauliflower and all those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have a bunch of planets stationing direct this month as well. Like Saturn finally goes direct. Um, Jupiter goes direct and is headed back towards Pisces finally. Um, and that means, especially because, Saturn is our, as I've said before, like our all father of time, our responsibility and being an Aquarius. Um, the paradox of independence comes up pretty strongly because Aquarian energy is sort of about this paradox of what it is to be an individual, but prioritize the collective, mm. what it is to be a humanitarian while at the same time understanding the separation between bodies. Mm. Um, and I know I've been feeling that intensely this week, not just in like my own thoughts expressing themselves, but whatever people are talking to me about whatever's going on with them too. It seems like every friend phone call is the same, like, yo, I need to learn how to be more self-sufficient in this area. And it's different yeah. for each people mm. depending on where it falls in your chart and stuff. But yeah, I think I've said the phrase, I feel like the shape of space time is forcing us to be independent in ways that are all making us quite uncomfortable quite a bit this past month. I was fucking screaming and yelling at you the other day about how I wish I was a fucking painter or a photographer <laughs> or something like that. I was like, this is insane that I need to fucking work with 10 people to get do anything. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Very that's, that's actually been a big like difference, I think, between the arts that we've been involved in, you know, because mm. you've always been involved in group activities as far as making your stuff and very reliant on other people. And I'm just learning how to do that, you know. I mean, you got to th- realize that it's like what you want. You might be frustrated by what you want, but it's like even with the podcast, like you could have your own podcast and be alone, but you oh, want to yeah. do it with other people. Yeah, no, That's ultimately. what he's good at. He has Venus in the eighth. And if you have Venus in the eighth, here's a little excerpt for you, a little secret natal reading um you'll be never-endingly blessed with joint resources because where you want to express love is in a sector of your life where it feels like other people's resources so sometimes read that people read that as like oh maybe you'll have a partner that will give you lots of resources but it generally just means like you operate really highly in that sort of a group setting and that's definitely not true for everybody Mm. you know you didn't get the sugar baby lot in life you didn't get the sugar baby lot (laughs) no yeah and well and and probably because of that it doesn't appeal to me at all like at all what does appeal appeal to me is what we do kind of it's like how do we put together a ragtag band of freaks and go around and make and capture a vibe and uh you know ultimately i'm psyched about it and yeah you're right i don't i i I need collaborators i don't think i i operate well when i'm just by myself the cat speaks to this often but i don't really say it that often when i'm by myself i'm like a piece of shit (laughs) it's a it's like i'm i don't take that good care of myself i'll fucking over consume everything i'm just like i'm I'm a little off the rails a little out of control because I feel like the collective gives me uh, purpose. Yeah. It, it helps me see some goals and it helps me see a bigger vision. It, yeah. It helps me want to fuck with a vibe. Yeah. Make a vibe, you know? Yeah. Well, we got to use what's out there. Like we got to use other people for inspiration. We got to use that, you know, less being less, what you're saying, like less self or more self-sufficient, but yeah. less self-concerned yeah. almost. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's, it's like the funny paradox of it all. Cause just that we talked about last week too, when you are fulfilled, um, 
you have all this space to be fulfilling to other people. You know, when you do reach independence, it doesn't make you be more independent and selfish. It's like, oh, I have all this space to now, you know, spread out to all of these other people right. in the collective. Um, and yeah, I like I love collaborating more than anything, more than working independently. Um, but I think just being so scared of giving other people responsibilities has like really hindered me from it. So it's been so fun to finally start to do that with you guys. Oh, we, we and like usher you into yeah. it. Come on, come on. Because you're so damn useful. Like, it's crazy. Crazy, you know, you really, you always say it. You're like, I'm a worker. It's like you really are. You really yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, like I want to be put to work, and I'm like, all right, well, you said that to the right people, or maybe the wrong people. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I love it. And the same thing, wave uh, thing for you, Sean. It like uh, when I wake up in the morning, if it was just about me. Like I wouldn't do anything. Yeah. You know, the only reason I work at the arts I work at is because I know somebody is at the other end. You know, there's somebody watching and waiting for the stuff that I'm going to make. And that's why I make it, you know. Um, and I think setting up those responsibilities in your life so that you are constantly feeling this pressure to the things that feel like they're going to bloom you and not this pressure that's like constraining to you is how you'll find gaining more independence in your life without it having to just be this like man up bootstrap like I got to get my shit together you can actually just kind of like curate your life so the things that are natural desires for you how you want to show up for other people will be more um conducive for that like on a day-to-day -day basis you know yeah yeah got to set up this circuit of completion yeah you know where you like you might not want to put out your not perfect doodle or drawing but you have to realize that by having that be consumed then you like you need the whole process of like what that reveals to you yeah as far as like what you want and yeah what. oh man i spent a bunch of time on the phone with young filmmakers this week you know we, we've been busy for so long so i always like put everyone off put them off yeah. so i did a, a a bunch of these phone calls and I just hear myself, you know, saying the same thing over and over. If they're in film school, I'm like, drop out. <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean? Like that's your, they're indoctrinating you to go, you're not going to find fulfillment and happiness from their uh, program. Yeah. But then, you know, people that are doing it, um, I just say, you got to put it out. It's, it's, it seems counterintuitive. Like you want everything to be perfect and the best reflection of you as a filmmaker possible, mm -hmm. but you really don't know what that is until you put it out there. Yeah. Like I have no idea if anything's going to resonate until it goes out there. I have no idea what my mistakes in those films even are till it's out in the world. And yeah. it's not like people tell me them. Right. I see the film differently. Totally. I'm all, I, I can, I can see it now as an audience member. And, you know, what I'm always, I think any artist is really reliant on is the, the audience or the viewer imbuing it with more meaning than yeah. what it had before. Totally. So um, that's where it, it comes into stark contrast. <laughs> what, I, what I thought were like great moments can, could be mistakes or missteps or whatever. Um, but that starts this process of forgiveness for me because uh, these things are going to outlive me. Yeah, I got to love them. <laughs> well, what I've always appreciated about you is that like, you've accepted and forgiven throughout the process. Like you, when you work with people, like if I don't make something happen that you wanted to be in the movie, you're like, it's okay. It wasn't meant to be like, I'm yeah. going to collect pieces and then make this like incredible album. Like it's whatever instruments uh, show yeah. up, I'm going to, or whatever tools or whatever moments, you know, especially with documentary yeah. really allows you that freedom. But the acceptance and forgiveness that you've showed me that's been really transformative is like, well, this is the film I made at this age, at this period of my life. Yeah, that's who I was then. Yeah, I gotta that, love that motherfucker because he got me to here. Yeah, and that it's gonna change, and that that's that's kind of like the f permission slip you have to like put something out that you might be like, okay, well, the person in five months is gonna be smarter and better, but 
that person still needs this thing to go out to the world and then so you can make the next thing where you're smarter and better and whatever it is. Totally. And I tend to never be right to just like even talking about illustrations because I know I don't really put music out yet. Like whatever I spend a bunch of time on and I think people are going to love this one. (laughs) (laughs) They never really really do, you know? And it's always the shit that I like scribble down in three seconds and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll put this out into the world that people are always like oogling over. I know. You especially get that that, uh, feedback because you find out who wants what on their body. You're like, here are my drawings. (laughs) And you're like, wait, you don't want that on your body? Yeah, uh, people aren't going to fake it with your medium. Like, yeah, sure. I kind of feel okay about this. You'd be a real dipshit to go to a fucking tattoo artist and kind of feel uh, about it and then get that that put on you. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Were you going to read something, Shawnee? I might. I know. Uh, I have something. <laughs> there was something you said that I was like, "This is perfect for independence." So you should read it. And I'm gonna try and keep thinking about what you what you said that I wanted to riff off. Well, here's a, here's a little prayer. Okay. Um, this is from uh, Art Psalms. This is the like the Alex Gray, Cosm little little Bible that they have. Where the Church of Chill is gonna need one of these to get full tax exemption. but this is a um this book this book it's awesome it's filled with like prayers this is this is exciting work for me like i I like doing shit like this oh like i love the stuff you've already written is fucking we get to draw shit with it that's yeah look at how cool this is it's really i love this one specifically this one uh this one's called forgive me creator source of all art forgive my shrinking your Mm. gifts i have received your visions and songs been inspired by your angelic emissaries and carried aloft by your grace and yet have not fulfilled the mission you have given me i've operated below my potential i've been distracted by unworthy matters wasted precious time i promise to work harder and devote my life to sharing creations that cause minds to catch fire mm-hmm. with your gifts beautiful fucking great did alex gray write these i think so what the fuck yeah i mean it sounds oh. like a, a channeling too yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a channeling yeah but that's a that's an enlivening and awakening one perfect for the come up i think as we set our it's, intentions for the day and the it, week it's perfect for for follow-up to me saying i'm a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what that prayer is saying it's like yo forgive me creator i've been a piece of shit i gotta get yeah. back to work inspiring people i gotta yes. light fires motherfucker yes absolutely absolutely cool well this was our monday episode i'm calling it yeah <laughs> enough's enough <laughs> oh it's been a pleasure always peace love and magic y'all hasta manana hasta manana <laughs>